With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. And John Ramos is here as well. And you know what's coming up at the bottom of the hour? We are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you have to do is call 1 888 Farmers. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, yes. Watching all the clips from the Buccaneers victory parade on boats today in Tampa, celebrating their Super Bowl 55 victory, looking at the one of Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another. I would think, Jonas, though, even if the Lombardi fell into the water, you still would have somebody able to jump in and go get it right i mean it's not like you yeah. would just be lost at the bottom of the uh of the river where wherever yeah you know and, and it's not like look uh you know it sinks to the bottom and you go down there and there's going to be like 20 foot great whites there i mean from my understanding that's a pretty uh safe area when it comes to you know the elements so we're not worried about it getting eaten or getting you know get it deteriorating didn't rob gronkowski dent the lombardi trying to bunt yes, a baseball yes. a couple of years ago so yeah. come on worst things have happened 
There's probably a lot of drugs at the bottom of that river. You know, that's all. Oh, jeez, Dan. <laughs> Come jeez. on. It's a joke. <laughs> take out the lightning organization like that. How dare you? <laughs> just just having some fun here as we are in for Doug Gottlieb. Uh, you you, you, you think Darren us- Poopa had an issue with narcotics? Uh, that's just out of line, Dan. How you do that? <laughs> uh, you can get me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Jonas, if they want to reach you on Twitter, where can they do so? At JS Ramos 06. All right. And then, me. and then we go over to John Ramos. Uh, John, if they want to tweet you, where can they do so? At the Baby Knox. At Baby Knox. <laughs> <Baby. laughs> <laughs> the baby knocks. Uh, is is that is that actually taken? We'll have to we'll have to put Lee Lap, our executive producer, on the research of that one. Uh, coming up in about fifteen minutes or so, we're going to talk with Luke Easterling, who covers the Buccaneers. A ver- wide variety of topics, Jonas. But I just want to I want to lay out the ground rules right now. Last five minutes of the interview are only going to be about Bucko Bruce and the Creamsicles. That's, it's, it's, it's what's going to happen. I'm sorry. So just in the last five minutes of that interview, we have to talk about, you know, the possibility of it coming back as maybe a throwback next year. Uh, what does Tampa feel? All of those sorts of things when, when Luke ends up joining us. Well, hold on. Why are you waiting so long? And can't we do the, right. I, we do the whole interview on that? Listen, the Super Bowl has been talked out. All right, it, it wasn't that great of a game. Yeah. If you want to do, if you want to go full throttle creamsicle talk with Luke, then let's do it. I'm all in for that. If we want to go all in right. that direction, with yeah, Luke. yeah, we could we could do that. Plus, we're going to talk some Buccaneers here because we do want to look ahead, not to necessarily to the draft or to the off season of what's going to happen, but to actual games next fall. And one of the, I, I guess it's one of the great things that the NFL does. I don't know how great it is. I don't like the rotation of the teams that they play, but we do know that the NFL has set the opponents for the 2021 season. Now, the only change could be is if the NFL goes to a 17-game schedule next year, we wouldn't necessarily know where the teams are going to be uh, playing in their cross-conference matchups. However, Albert Breer um, of the MMQB has reported that the NFC South would actually play the AFC South in the crossover 17th game matchup. So that would be the Tennessee Titans. So, Jonas, what we do know is this, is that there's the possibility the Buccaneers could face the Titans if they go to 17 games next year in Tampa. But we know the eight teams that are going to be playing in Tampa next year against the Buccaneers. So let's try to sort out who's going to be the Buccaneers' opponent on Thursday night football, week one of the 2021 National Football League season. Is that fair enough for you? Uh, let's do it. I'm into it. There's a, We know some of the things. We, we know what's laid out. We know that they're going to play the NFC South. And, John, if you want to strike up a little Fox music, go right ahead, even though the game's going to appear on, whoa, geez, <laughs> the band. Damn. Everybody got their instruments to 10? Everybody, <laughs> all right, let's start. Let's go. <laughs> I examined it. What? <laughs> My ears are still ringing. All right, we know they're going to play the Saints. We're, we're going to call you. We're going to call you Dan Go from now on. <laughs> Hi, this is Joe Flacco. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we know they're going to have the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers at home. They're also going to be facing the Bears at home uh, in 2021. That's because they, they, they'll they be facing the Bears, and they'll be facing the uh, Cowboys and Giants, and they'll be facing the Bills and Dolphins. They get the Bears because it's the uh, – uh, 
standings equivalent in the NFC North, so they get the Bears at home. You also get the Cowboys and Giants as the NFC South will play the NFC East next year. And then the cross-conference matchup for the whole – or the cross-conference matchups for the divisions, NFC South plays the AFC East. So the Bills and Dolphins will be coming to Tampa. I know that's a little disappointing when it comes to AFC East teams for you, Jonas. You were kind of hoping another team would have gone to Tampa instead. Yeah, see, if there was any way the NFL could swap this, if we could get Patriots at Bucks to open up next season, that would be phenomenal. That would be a phenomenal watch. But all is not lost because we are going to get Tom Brady going back to New England because they are one of the – them and the Jets are the scheduled road games for the Buccaneers next season. So that would make a lot of sense. To me – the team that opens up against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay to kick off next season it comes down to one of two teams. All right. Oh, well, okay. A- hold, hold on a sec. Hold on. Okay. Hold on a sec. Because yes. I don't want to get that far. We okay. we can eliminate Panthers and Falcons, right? Yes, like we can gone. we can they're we gone. can wipe them out. There's no yes. way that they're going to say Teddy against Tom Week One. Yeah. Like that's gone. that's that's not going to to happen. The only the only thing would be as if there was a Deshaun Watson trade. Maybe, but still, I don't think that that's enough to put on week one. So I think we can we can cancel them out. Um, and and Bears, you don't. Uh, there's done that that does, has no appeal. No, uh, at, all. at all. Unless you're loving the NFC Central, like that would be the only reason that you would want that game. So okay, so we canceled three of them out. So that would leave Saints, Cowboys, Giants, Bills, and Dolphins. Maybe the Titans, but even if it's the Titans, I don't think it's that's realistically a good opening night game. Plus. Could be an opportunity for CBS to have the game because it's AFC at NFC. They may want Tom Brady on their network, so I'm crossing out Titans. So that would leave five. Cowboys, Giants, Bills, Dolphins, and Saints. Anybody else you want to eliminate from Yeah, from the Dolphins. You, you, Dolphins, you can take a walk. It's not going to be the Dolphins. Uh, and, and I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, well, what about uh, Tua in the future? Look, two Florida teams are a bad idea. All right? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but two Florida teams to open up the season do not make a whole lot sense you want to get multiple markets involved you don't want to just be uh, bombarded by uh you know miami and tampa to open the season so i'm going to say bye-bye to the dolphins yeah i agree with that the 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 interest in what could be that game would would wane quite a bit so that leaves four and i actually think you could make an argument for all four of them to be the game but i'm going to eliminate one even though the New York market is the New York market, I still don't think that the Giants bring enough cachet Agreed. to the party. So Agreed. I would I would I would take out the Giants in this scenario as a possibility. Again, if you're just joining us, Jonas and I trying to figure out who the Buccaneers will open up the 2021 season against. We know their home opponents, and now it's down to the Bills, Saints, or Dallas Cowboys. And you uh, said you were down I, to two. Yeah, listen, right? um, bye bye Saints. Uh, I, I think the Saints Ooh. are out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just I don't I don't see it. I think the Saints have got questions at quarterback without Drew Brees there. What's the real appeal? Unless unless it was Jameis Winston and he wanted to say Jameis, you know, coming back and playing at Tampa Bay. But I'm just not buying it. It's not a selling point to me. I'm going to say bye bye to the Saints. Wow, I I actually had them as one of my finalists because we know how much the NFL likes to screw New Orleans. 
So let's make them go on the road with whoever their quarterback is on week one on national TV and try to beat, you know, the defending champions. And I know Saints fans are saying we beat them twice in the regular season. Well, we have no idea on who the quarterback is going to be in that game. And, and to your point, I, I will I will go with you and I will cross off the Saints with it, even though they were in one of my finalists. So that would leave, leave Cowboys and Bills. Yes. Mm, man, man. I just have a really difficult time seeing the NFL and NBC getting an AFC versus NFC game on to start it out. Like we usually, it's usually conference rivals, sometimes even division rivals. I just don't think we see that in the opening night. So I would eliminate the Bills, and I think it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, um, that is a uh, that's a blockbuster opener because you're going to get the Cowboys fan base. You're going to get an opportunity for them to get first crack at the Super Bowl champions. Uh, you're going to have all of that element, all of that appeal. Look, the Cowboys are a bad football team, and they get talked about as much as any team in the NFL to start out the season. And if Dak Prescott comes back and is healthy and is the starting quarterback there, I think Dallas makes a ton of sense on the opening night especially coming off of a Super Bowl that did not rate well you would want to come out of the gates firing maybe the pandemic and everything changes so you'll have fans a bunch of fans in the stands maybe 50,000 maybe capacity it would be yeah I, I think it's how about them Cowboys? I am going with you. There it is, folks. Jonas and I have decided the, the Thursday night opener for the 2021 season will be the Dallas Cowboys against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's how it's done. And by and the way, it, if it ends up yeah. not being the Dallas Cowboys, we did mention the other teams as possibilities, so we're covered on all ends here, <laughs> Everything's and if covered. You want, if you want to hear our predictions on the entire schedule, it's coming up in the uh, last, the fourth hour of the Doug yeah. Show. So <laughs> fourth we, hour, we yes. The, all, and by the way, we're just going to count on a week 17, so we're going to do all the way through week 18. We'll tell you what the <laughs> buys are of every single team, and again, you can find a link to that at the Baby Knox on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and by the way, uh, coming up hour five, Dan, don't forget, is Pete Rose a Hall of Famer? You know, oh, like that's yeah. We've also got to get into that as well too. He's gonna he's gonna play. What's the standings for the Western Conference? <laughs> I believe that's good. Uh, he is Dan Byer. I'm Jonas Knox. In for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. All right, coming up next, what is the future for one of the best teams in all of football. We will get the answer from ground zero there. That's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Sure is. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Jonas Knox. A new John hey. Rama show comes up at the bottom of the hour. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Farmers Insurance. Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS-TO-SWITCH, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Jonas and I just dove into the future of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guessing who they would play in week one of the uh, 2021 NFL season as they're likely to host the Thursday night opener, as is usually the tradition when it comes to uh, Super Bowl champions to talk about the Bucks' future, to talk about the Bucks' past, and to talk about the Bucks' president, uh, present. He's the editor of the Draft Wire and Bucks Wire for USA Today. Luke Easterling joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Luke, how are you? Hey, doing great, guys. How are you? Uh, doing awesome. And just to warn you, we warned our audience, the last five minutes of this interview is basically going to be talking about Bucko Bruce and the creamsicles. So just prepare yourself, Luke. I know it's in your profile <laughs> pick as a kid, but uh, we, we are very, very adamant about uh, about Bucko Bruce and those creamsicles. So just uh, so just prepare yourself. But uh, give us a sense of the scene that was today where everything seemed to be flowing, including some adult beverages as well. Uh, your overall take and on what the celebration was like for the Bucks during this or in this pandemic time. I mean, it definitely was uh, was unique, like you said, because of the pandemic. But uh, I don't know about a lot of other folks. I, I kind of think this might be Tampa's thing. Now we've done it twice in a few months. Uh, we had the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. Obviously, we had the boat parade. As soon as the Bucks won the Super Bowl, the Lightning uh, reached out to the Bucks and were like, "Hey, we recommend boat parades." And uh, sure enough, they pulled one off in 24 hours. Uh, it definitely seems like. Uh, some uh, some beverages uh, of the adult variety were flowing uh, on on the boats to the point where when they got off the boats they uh, some some guys weren't uh, weren't really up to speaking up to the crowd it seemed like so but, uh, as long as everybody's safe it looks like everybody survived except for Chris Godwin's phone which is now at the bottom of the Hillsborough River thanks to Scotty Miller uh, and you know we happened we we saw Tom Brady chuck the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to the other to Cameron Brait that survived at least so. Uh, you know, all's well that ends well. It was a fabulous, uh, fabulous party. It looked like everybody had a good time. We had some fun speeches there at the end, and um, the, I mean, the Bucks are world champs, man. It's just a weird sentence. I mean, but if you think about it, I'd rather, I'd much rather be on a boat on a body of water somewhere than be on the top of some greyhound that's overcrowded, worrying about falling over the end uh, in the middle of a cold downtown city. Like this, this felt like more of a, more of my speed. It felt like Tom Brady was also taking it all in and having more fun this year as well, too. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. I think, I think the, the, the boat parade thing was kind of born out of the, the pandemic thing. How do we celebrate? How do we do something like this without, you know, violating safe health and safety protocols and making sure everybody stays safe in terms of the fans and the players both. And, and I think it worked so well the first time. And again, just from a style standpoint, this is Tampa, Florida. I mean, it's, it's 80 <laughs> degrees today and we have a beautiful downtown with the, the Hillsborough river going through it and so many cool places to go. I think it went so well the first time that we're like, you know what, maybe this will just be our thing. When we win a championship, we're going to celebrate on the boat. Luke Easterling of the Bucks wire for USA today, joining us here on Fox sports radio. Uh, tell me about Bucks fever, and by, and by that was it constant. Once Tom Brady signed, did it pick up just at the end of the year? But what was this season like for Bucks fans and, and the entire Tampa Bay area? Was it was it constant? What was the feeling like in 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 the Tampa area? I think it definitely had its its ebbs and flows, right? I mean, you go back to March when when he signed, obviously, and even then there were a lot of people that were really excited about it, and a lot of people who were really skeptical, right? I mean, you, you're you're hoping that you're not getting, you know, a, a former superstar who's just at the end of his career. And, and we've seen that happen so many times in every sport, you know, where 
you know, you think you're getting the player in his prime, right? And it doesn't really live up to that, especially at Tom Brady's age. That wouldn't have been surprising, right? He's 43 years old if there had been some sort of drop-off. But, I mean, it was the complete opposite for him in terms of his individual accomplishments this year. Blew his statistics out of the water from his previous season in New England uh, and immediately made the Bucks a, a national story, right? You, you're immediately getting five primetime games. You have the kind of impact that brings Gronk out of retirement. You've got you know, different guys wanting to come play for your team now because they know what he brings to the table as a leader and as a quarterback. Um, so that was, you know, there was a lot of excitement through the offseason. And then you get to, to week one. You have no preseason. You go to week one at New Orleans, maybe, you know, maybe the most well-oiled machine in terms of coaching and personnel and the playbook and, and their familiarity with one another against a team that had a lot of new faces, was, was trying to break in a new quarterback with an offense, you know, that, a new offense for the first time in 20 years for Tom Brady. So, you know, there was a lot of growing pains up and down through the first half of the year in particular. And, and if you get to, you know, week nine when they get blown out by the, by the Saints at home, right? And then you go into they finally had a losing streak. The, the only time they lost two games in a row was, was against the Rams and the Chiefs later in the season. So you go into that bye week. The Bucks are, you know, seven and five. They're coming off back-to-back losses to the, to the Chiefs and the Rams. They still feel like they're just not clicking. They're not on the same page. They're not playing up to their potential. So much talent on both sides of the ball, but it just wasn't working, right? And I think they they hit that last stretch right after the bye week, which came at a perfect time. They hit that bye that the, that last four games where they played four teams that weren't really that good: Minnesota, Atlanta twice, and Detroit. Um, and that able you know that gave them an opportunity to build some confidence. I think they were able to to beat up on some some worse teams uh, and build some confidence that they could do it. You go into Washington, kind of a struggle uh, against that team on the road, but then the way they played. I mean, they just peaked at the right time. I don't know how else to say it. They, they, they looked clunky most of the regular season until those last four games, and they decided to play the best three games of their season at New Orleans, at Green Bay, and in the Super Bowl in their home stadium against the Kansas City Chiefs. It was just the timing was ridiculous. But I think that, that the fans kind of ebbed and flowed with that as well. Luke, so there was a lot made nationally of the relationship between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And, oh, you know, Bruce is calling him out and Tom Brady's not going to take to that kindly. And is there some sort of friction there and whatnot? Is there a power struggle or egos involved? And that was playing out nationally. But you being there every day, uh, we're located at the scene of all of this stuff and just the chaos and the ups and downs that you pointed to. What is the Arians-Brady relationship like and how did it go this season? I mean, we always see this, right? If there are, you know, local people who are there and understand what's going on in the locker room every day as opposed to, you know, national people who are trying to cover a bunch of other things. And that's, you know, that's its own challenge, right? You're trying to keep your your hands in enough buckets to know enough about what's going on. But it's understandable for someone who may be a little bit more on the outside to look at the struggles that the offense was having throughout the season and look at what Bruce Arians was saying about, some of those struggles and and people will say he's calling out Tom Brady for throwing this interception or making this decision that's Bruce Arians isn't calling him out any more so than he would call himself out or any other teammate and and Bruce has said this multiple times over the playoff run that he's just an honest person he's an honest coach if you screw up he's going to let you know about it probably with some colorful language but he's also going to you know be the first to pick you up He'll, he'll be the first to help you in any way he can and not make that mistake again and I think we you know after 20 years in New England we became so accustomed to the way Tom and, and Bill Belichick did things that we it's weird to see Brady operating with any sort of other type of co- coach relationship, right? It's, it's kind of odd to see, 
you know, Bruce Arians just flippantly being like, oh, Tom just missed that throw, or oh, he had him, but he, you know, just saying these things publicly, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's Brady going to do? And when you start to draw those conclusions and you just try to make those assumptions without really knowing what's going on, behind the scenes, to be honest, it was never an issue. It was never an issue for them. They are both two highly competitive guys, uh, again, very long in their careers and their respective, you know, areas of the game that, you know, they don't have time to screw around. They're not, you know, worried about hurting each other's feelings. They're both had one goal in mind, and that's what they just celebrated on those boats. So, you know, I, I think they, all, they both had their eye on the prize the whole way and didn't have time to get their feelings hurt. They knew the other person wanted exactly what they did, and I think that relationship was obviously good enough to win a championship. Luke Easterling of the Bucks Wire for USA Today joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. So, of uh, free agency obviously affects every team in the National Football League, but the Bucks have a couple of, of big decisions this offseason. Chris Godwin's a free agent, Levante David a free agent, uh, Shaq Barrett as well. Where where do you see their priorities and do you see a scenario where uh one, two or three of them are back next season? Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting variables with both of, with all three of those guys, right? I think they are at the top of the list. I mean, obviously, the list keeps going on, right? You got Gronkowski, A.B., Leonard Fournette. Sure. Um, definitely some other guys that they're going to have to figure out how to bring back. And Dominican Sue's on an expiring contract. You know, they got other guys to worry about. But those three are the big three. Levante, obviously, he's the unquestioned leader captain, uh, you know, five-plus-year captain on defense. He is a very key part of this defense, and I think he would probably be the easiest one to keep uh, because he's going to be in his 30s. You know, he's he's a little bit, you know, longer in his career at this point and, and feel like he's not quite reached. You know, the other guys haven't reached their peak yet, right? You, you look at a guy like Shaq Barrett, who is a little bit younger than he is. He's going to be 27, I think, but he also plays a more premium position. When you're, you're an edge rusher who can get after the quarterback like that, you come at a premium and you're going to be more expensive and more important to retain. And then you talk about Chris Godwin, a guy who's still just 24 years old and is already one of the most complete receivers in the NFL. He's getting to a second contract. That's a guy you have to lock up as well. They used the franchise tag on Shaq Barrett this past year. Wouldn't be surprised if they end up using it on Chris Godwin this uh, coming off season, but that's going to be, again, $14, $15 million just for that one year. And at 24 years old, you really want to lock that guy up long-term. So, they're going to do everything they can to try to retain all three of those guys and, and then worry about the rest later. I think you could see guys like Cameron Brait, who's a veteran tight end. He's scheduled to make $6 million uh, this upcoming season. Donovan Smith, their left tackle, who has been durable, inconsistent, but also played the best football of his life down this playoff run. He's due $14.8 million next year, but none of that is guaranteed. So they could approach him about maybe moving some money around, giving him more guaranteed up front but taking that cap number down a little bit to give them a little extra room. They're going to have to get creative, but I tell you what, one of the reasons the Bucks are in this situation and because the future looks so bright for this team is because Jason Light, the general manager, and his team of behind-the-scenes front office people have been so good at constructing contracts to not cripple this team long-term that, that if anybody can make this work, I think they can do it. Luke, we were uh, discussing before we let you go who they're going to open the season against. All right, we broke down all the home teams, uh, the teams they're playing at home this year, and it came down to the final three, Bills, Saints, or Cowboys. We ultimately decided it's going to be the Dallas Cowboys opening up the season as the NFL's kickoff to the 2021 season. How does that land with you? I, I mean, that, that's the, the easier pick for me, right, because the Dallas Cowboys are the brand, right? There's, there's not a more recognizable brand in, in maybe professional sports than the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, I think if the league looks at that, 
Um, and wants to go that route, that definitely makes sense. I think it'd be fun to see either of those other teams. Obviously, the, the, the Saints angle will be different uh, without Drew Brees, but what if it's Jameis Winston instead? And obviously, that's a different storyline with his history with the Bucks being the all-time leader in every passing category with this team. Personally, matchup-wise, in terms of the actual teams, I'd prefer it to be the Bills. I think that would be the more fun matchup to watch. Uh, but I, I kind of agree with you guys. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being Dallas. All right, uh, final uh, ones for us. Luke Easterling joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer in for Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> We're all fans. Every, I, you know, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Bucko Bruce and the Creamsicles. And obviously the uniform change was last year. How much is it revered within the Tampa fan base? I mean, outside of it, you know, like we look at it, we're like, it's amazing. But I know that there are some, there are a lot of downtimes with that uniform. How does the, how does the fan base feel about the Creamsicles and the Bucko Bruce? You know, I don't know in terms of numbers if it's split down the middle 50-50, but what I, will, what I will say is in my experience, you either absolutely love them and revere them as a, as a nostalgic piece of beauty, or you absolutely hate them and loathe them because you can't remove yourself <laughs> from the losing that they represented for so long. And again, I, I've been in this area my whole life. Uh, you know, my dad still has his ticket stub from the first home playoff win and the, the, a jar full of turf from when they won their first home game against the Cardinals in 1977. So, you know, we, we go way back with it. And I remember both of those things, right? I, I can play both sides of it. I can remember being made fun of for wearing anything with that logo on it or those colors because it just meant really bad football. That's just what it was. When you watched all the follies, you know, in the, in the silly videos, it was always the Bucks doing something stupid and embarrassing wearing those uniforms, and that's the only time we ever got on TV, right? So I get that part of it. But what happens when you actually do win is that you're able to kind of forgive that and look back and say, you know, they were, they were a fantastic look. We've moved on from it. We don't have to bring it back all the time. But when they did those first few, you know, the only few throwback games they've gotten away with until the, the NFL had that stupid helmet rule where you can't wear different helmets so they can't wear the white ones. I mean, it was great. It looked great. They redid the field. They had yeah. all of it looked like a great throw. It was so fun. It was so fun. And you know what? If people can't let it go enough to say, listen, yeah, we sucked back then, but we've got two Super Bowls since then. We can have a little fun. And, uh, and play with the, uh, with the nostalgia a little bit. I, I don't understand why we can't do both. We can acknowledge that they were terrible for a long time wearing those uniforms, but they're beautiful to me. Damn right. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they sure are. Hopefully that one helmet rule changes this offseason. We thought maybe they had a chance last year, but maybe this is the offseason to do it. It would be great. And, and we all wanted the change last year. And then when I went, I shouldn't say we all, as you said, there are a lot of people that don't, don't like it. But Jonas and I, we were hoping for the creamsicle. We were hoping for the Bucko Bruce. And I just couldn't help on Sunday think of what that end zone would have looked like with Bucko oh, Bruce sitting in the corner with so orange good. paint and, oh, what could have been. Luke, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, hey, congratulations to, you know, you and the fam for, for the Bucks title. I know if you're a native, it's got to be a big deal. But uh, continue the great stuff with uh, Bucks Wire and USA Today, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks so much. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Jonas, it's, it's time. time. Now. Does it get any better than this? I think not. It's the John Ramos Show. Ramos. It's the John Ramos Show. It's John Ramos Show. This is the John Ramos Sports on Fox Radio. Huh? Here's John Ramos. He says exactly what Suzanne tells him to say. Ramos. 
Shut up, John. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hey, let's get up. Let's do this. Good you waited. <laughs> you waited all day for this. <laughs> That's uh, uh, Good evening, everybody. We have a great show for you tonight. It's a special big game edition of the John Ramos Show. Welcome to What's Up Wednesday. Make sure to always use the hashtag the John Ramos Show. I want to know what's up. What's up with the eight panel sports debate shows? What's up with the Brooklyn Nets? And what's up with fake arguments? Jonas, what's up with you? Nothing. Well, Just enough about that. My regular sidekick, Ryan Music, is again a no-show. So let's welcome in a man whose name is so cool... He's the fourth person to use it. It's Lee Delap, the fourth. Lee, Lee, welcome. Hey, thanks, John. All right. Crazy stuff. Hey, Lee, man, did you see the ratings for the big game were down this year? I did see that. Hard to believe with Mahomes and Brady in there. Lee, what are you talking about? The big game? The Super Bowl? No, I was talking about the big game car dealership down the street. People really don't like that place, and the ratings are down. Come on. Come on. Is clickbait the way to go in 2021? That's next on the John Ramos Show. I know when I bought my car from Big Game, I immediately went and got farmer's insurance. (laughs) You have to. Yeah. Big Game. Apparently I was the only one there because their numbers are down. That's Tory Holt's dealership, right? Let's give it up for the weekend! (laughs) What? What a crazy oh halftime God. show. We'll talk to him about that and the possible motion sickness he gave my family in an in-depth interview <laughs> later on in the show. This guy stinks. We have a great poll question tonight, so make sure you go to the John Ramos Show to vote. And as always, use the hashtag the John Ramos Show. I'm also giving to, I'm also going to give you a John Ramos Show exclusive. You don't you won't find this anywhere else. Will Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving and James Harden work in Brooklyn. <laughs> a lot of hosts are afraid to touch that topic, but not us here at the John Rumble Show. Also, I have a major announcement. I've been losing some weight, and for the new year, I'll have some sports stars later on make me feel good about it. Also, this date in future sports history, baseball spring training opens early on this day in 2061 due to heavy <laughs> snowfall on Pluto. Oh, and no oxygen. Earth has to take the brunt of the first week. But now I have some great inside information about some hot sports stories, and we like to call it. This is the down low. The down low with John Ramos. Story so secret that we can only talk about it on the down low. Shh. This is the down low. I don't know if you guys heard this, but. Russell Wilson apparently isn't too happy with his offensive line, but keep that on the down low. Keep it on the down low. (laughs) I don't know if you have the inside scoop, but the Bucks were having a boat parade today. And for some reason, some people think Tom Brady was a little sauced, but keep that on the down low. Uh oh. (laughs) Mayday! Mayday! You guys hear the NBA is going to start making NBA teams play the National Anthem before every game. I think that's a great new tradition for the league, but keep this on the down low. I hear Mark Cuban isn't for it. And keep it on the down low. <laughs> Actually, that's not incorrect, but hey, you know, why let facts get in the way? He says he supports the league's decision. <laughs> Does a heavier baseball mean more shoulder injuries for pitchers? That's next on the John Ramos Show. <laughs> How 
would you like a career? By the way, I think I heard a phone ring in the background. What if I told you that one of the largest training centers in the country is offering a test conference too? John doesn't even try and play it off like there's no mix-up. He just goes, uh-oh. Let's hear it for the weekend. Oh, man. Man, what a show. We'll ask him if the Super Bowl was not, if it wasn't played on the weekend, would he still have performed? Don't forget about our in-depth interview coming up later on the show. And also, today is National Freeway Sign Day. My favorite is Ramps Closed Ahead. Jonas, <laughs> what is your favorite sign? Uh, also, probably, I have a lot to say about other I things. By the way, I have said it all along before anyone else. In fact, I've been saying it on here for quite a while. Also, my power rankings are out for AA baseball. Quickly. Very quickly, because we're running out of time. Happy 174th birthday to the cricketer man, A.N. Hornby. Man, was he good. Well, now it's time for this. The Sports Cauldron. <laughs> Guys, here's a, a time when I look into the Sports Cauldron. It's boiling. I go in there and find the top stories going on in sports. It's usually big stories. So let's dip into the Sports Cauldron and see what we find. Oof. And I pull out indoor track. Laura Muir set a British indoor record at the World Indoor Athletics Tour in France. She ran very fast. He <laughs> oh, forgot the time. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Speaking of time. Let's go to something else in the sports cauldron. <laughs> oh, boy. We pull out football. League football is being played in Libya for the first time since April of 2019 when a civil war ended the season prematurely. Let's see. Oh, Maybe we got some I, NBA this time. I don't know if we do, John. NHL. Honestly, I don't know if we do. Well, I don't we, know if we do. We have cricket. Oh. Speaking after the match, England captain Joe Root described Anderson of the cricket team as, quote, the GOAT. All right. <laughs> That's all the time we have for tonight's show. Thanks to The Weekend for being our special guest star. And sorry, guys, we'll have to get to your interview next week. And by the way, Lee, why is his backside? Oh, why is his backside? There it is. He's not on the phone. Oh, man. Uh, oh. Very good. By the way, uh, we will give you all the uh, pertinent hashtag information uh, uh, coming up uh, next year on Fox Sports Radio. By the we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Coming up next, it's the Press Plus. Any complaints you want to file with John Ramos, we'll tell you where to take them next year on FSR. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Jonas Knox. The John Ramos Show, a great success. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. All right, let's get to Steve DeSager and the press. The press. What you got, Steve? <laughs> LeBron's excited. Just as excited as he'll be about the NBA All-Star Game in Atlanta, March the 7th. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, reporting they're progressing on an actual plan 
and they'll have the slam dunk competition at halftime of that all-star game in March. The players, the players are expected to arrive in private planes on the Saturday, stay in private accommodations away from hotel crowds, and then leave immediately after the game on a Sunday night. The union and the league still have to finalize details. Formal announcement, though, he says, including health protocols. Later this week, they'll incorporate three-point shootout skills competition, but he says slam dunk competition at halftime. Why? I I want them to get the worst three-point shooters and put them in the three-point. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would love to see. Yeah. That That's what I, I want to see a guy who shoots 12%. and Because every time they make one, it would be amazing. Well, we'll see if Chris Dudley's available. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, Giannis wouldn't get past the third rack. It takes him so long to lock and load. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has been a Dodger his whole pro career, now age 32. He was asked by the L.A. Times if he wants an extension from the club. His answer, I don't know. Honestly, I wish I had an answer. Now, Andrew Friedman, who runs the Dodgers, said he wants Kershaw to remain in L.A. if he continues pitching. Clayton Kershaw did last postseason have a record of 4-1, and one, ERA 2.93. Uh, it was awesome. All they got to do is take 100 games off the season. He's dynamite. <laughs> hey, get out there and press. That was the press. <laughs> Sorry about that, Dan. No, that's yeah. all right. That's all right. Just uh, just pointing out the facts here. No, their uh, payroll is going to be like $4.8 billion. Unless he wants it to, him stay, uh, to stay in L.A. and play for the Angels. Maybe that's what Andrew Friedman meant. Maybe but. he wants to be closer to the John Ramos show. No, that's uh, we forgot. Hashtag the John Ramos show. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
Around. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.